everyone, welcome to today's episode 388. <laughs> uh, you're listening to She Podcast. I am your co-host, Jessica Kupferman. With me as always, the service-oriented Elsie Escobar. Oh. I don't know why I said that. I c- you know, it's 388 episodes. I'm running out of adjectives. Yes, and also it's like... That, especially one of those- that apply to you. There can only be so many. <laughs> service oriented listen i was in the service industry for almost gosh 15 years the customer service oriented lcs item number one the sonic bloom awards are out so we have created the sonic bloom awards which is an awards program that is meant to highlight and celebrate something different in the podcast space than what we're used to celebrating because i personally and this is usually why I come up with things to do for She Podcast is because I'm personally annoyed by something. And here we go. I don't like when I see podcasting awards that are always highlighting people who have been doing it since the dawn of time. Like they don't need more awards. We all know that Mark Maron and Adam Curry and Joe Rogan and My Favorite Murder are all longstanding, well-listened to produced podcasts but i thought we needed an awards ceremony slash program that could talk about all the people in our space that are doing like everything they can to highlight those people who aren't being highlighted in those other awards shows so i slash we we she podcasts and you know along with tiffany kane from kasa media we created categories that will force the community if they want to participate to think about who is lending the biggest helping hand in our industry who is helping newest podcasters who is dedicating their work or their show to the glass ceiling to lgbtq to diversity and inclusion and who's doing stuff that's really creative in this space like who's using social media whose cover art is really innovate you know it's like innovation dedication consideration all the shuns that's why we created these awards so if you want to check them out you know if one of these might apply to you and or you know someone i mean these, those are the four there's 26 categories so like check them out it's sonicbloomawards.com you know there could be a category that you feel you're a good fit for or you know you could be observing or watching or listening to someone in this space who feels one of those categories and we would love to you know hand them an award tell them that they've won explain to them why and honor them for their dedication so please check that out and it's celebration i think that's the thing they're celebratory of us they're it's it's more celebration versus winning yeah we're gonna beat each other but also, it just annoys me that it's like, best comedy. Like, how do you even, like, this isn't the Emmys. I want to highlight the people who are like, wow, this is a place that no one's ever, you know, the Captain Kirks of podcasting. No one else has been there. I'm going there. God, I'm a Star Trek nerd. We wanted to show people are capable of when it's not their full-time job, when they're not being paid to do it by anyone other than themselves. And yeah. so that's what this is really about. Great. And then moving on to more clarification. Moving on to more. So the more part is that I originally wrote, you know, a press release and an email announcing the awards. And I was really excited that we were, you know, that we were creating something that had never been done before in the space. And that is to create one award show for just these types of people and shows and not 
the same as everyone else. But so what I wrote was the first award show for underrepresented voices, but that's not exactly true. So I sent a second email. If you're on our email list, you saw it just, you know, to make sure that I recognized, you know, first that I knew that, which I do. And second of all, that, you know, if people want to see other award shows like this, and it is important, you know, I got the sense that having something like this is very important to a lot of people. So I wanted to make sure that I paid homage to the people who are doing award shows for underrepresented voices. They just aren't for all underrepresented voices, but there are a number of award shows that do highlight marginalized people. There's the International Women's Podcast Awards, and there's the Black Podcasters Awards, and there's the Golden Crane Awards, and there's a couple of different other ones that were in the email. Latin Podcast Awards, African Podcast, and Voice Awards. Those are the two that I didn't mention earlier. But there are probably even more. Anyway, so I just want to thank the people who were kind enough to point this oversight out to me and to offer me their suggestions and kindness as far as like correcting it or, you know, making the correction. I really appreciate that. And I hope that you will continue to hold me accountable for the things that we say and do because it's important to me to do the right thing. Otherwise, why bother doing anything? Right? Okay. So, um, yeah, so that's the dealio with the awards, but I still think you should go look Sonic Bloom Awards, check it out. And also let us know what you th- what you think. Are we missing someone? Something? A category? Do you have ideas? This is our first one. So like we're bound to need ideas for any subsequent ones, since you can't ever get anything perfectly right the first time. Although goddamn I do try. The only thing I got right the first time was having a child. She was delightful. So there was something else we wanted to talk about. Podfest. Oh, Podfest. You just came back from Podfest. Speaking of Podfest, it was delightful. It was kind of a miracle. I'm not going to lie. It was like 1,400 peeps, peepalos. Nice. It was a lot of peepalos. Very nice. Very nice. Good. Good. And the good part of that is that I got to see... So many people that I haven't seen in a long time. Rosemary Nickel was there. Do you remember her? Yeah. I haven't seen her in years and years. Like last year she was. Was she there? La- no. no. No, last year she was not there. Only her husband was there. Yeah, not Last year only her husband was there. I, I saw him. I distinctly remember saying hi. Yeah. So like when you start, when you have, when you go to a show for eight years and the, and the first year was like two, three hundred people, like it's hard not to be like the OG, you know? So I did see a lot of the OGs that were there. And Rosemary's one of them. We just haven't seen her in years. And Hilda, I got to hang out with Hilda Gore. And um, there were a lot of people that I saw that I really wanted to hang out with that I just never saw again. Like, I was just like, hi, I have to go to the bathroom. Hold on. And then disappear for the rest of the, you know, like J.J. Ramberg, for example. I was on a panel with her the first day. And then we had lunch with Andrea Vall. And then it was like she disappeared into the night. Vanished in thin air. But what a delightful time I got to spend with her. And Kanika, too. Like, um, she was the head of our panel, Kanika Gupta. And um, actually, all the women on that panel, I don't think I saw again. Marla Isaacson, where did you ladies go? (laughs) You, like, disappeared like ships in the night. But Well, it's very hard to... And then, yeah, and then, like, Angel... uh, My second panel was Kate Erickson, Angel Levis, um, Rita Bautista, who I didn't recognize because in her headshot, you know, her hair is, like, super straight. Uh-huh. And it was like wild ass curly. And I, she was like, Jess, I'm Rita. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> it was like su- such a curly. It was gorgeous. But like, I, you know, I didn't recognize her almost. Yeah. Kate, Rita, Angela Levas, 
Tiffany and Wendy Brandt. They they ran the panel that the three of us were on. And um, it was during a lunch and learn. And uh, I'm not sure that's the best use of anyone's time, a lunch and learn. Like, I'm sure it's the best use of the people eating their time. <laughs> but like a couple times we had asked people not to talk during the panel. Like first Rita was like, can you just all listen to what we have, to, you know, we have oh to God. say because we're saying important things. And then I ah! stood up. I stood up and then later I looked at pictures and I noticed, Elsie, that I stood up and I am by far the shortest, the only one not wearing black and white. Like when I stand up, I'm I'm like equal head size with like Kate, who I was sitting next to, Erickson. Uh-huh. So I'm like, yep, that's me making a spectacle as usual. But I was like, I was like, listen, if you're using this space as a meeting space, I'd like to invite you to find another lovely area in the hotel to do that because I really want to hear what my own panelists have to say and I can't. <sighs> I know, but Chris later told me that it was because the next room was also very loud and it was bleeding over because it's the expo hall, which is kind of annoying. Like what? Anyway. Yeah, I get it. So, okay. So the hotel was really nice. This time it was in a square like this, like a square. And there were elevators, like one on each side, you know, let's say north, south line. And then the ball, you know, you one would dump you out in the lobby and one would dump you out at the ball, like right at the ballroom. And then on the other side, you know, like right and left, there were like the other arms of the conference. So it was like one arm, you know, was like peninsula ballrooms or whatever. And that's where some of the courses were. And then another one, I forget, was something else. And then the restaurants, when you came down, you were crystal ballroom in the lobby. But in the middle, there was all the restaurants. So it was very convenient, not too much walking, but a big hotel. I don't even know if I saw the pool. I didn't. I forgot they had a pool. And also, by the way, it was one of the the, the second time in eight years that it was so fucking cold there it was like 60 degrees i wasn't even remotely prepared for this kind of weather so i didn't leave the hotel because i had one sweater and i'm wearing it at this moment (laughs) you know it was like gosh that's such a trip yeah i would have been kind of bummed because i'm already running cold all the time because usually i'm inside the whole time you would have been bummed you weren't weren't you at the one that was really cold no you weren't because it was the one where i met liz kovar and we it was the one by the strip club where um oh yeah no i was not there that was when we had a beach party and I didn't, I also did not have it. I had to go to the mall because I didn't have a sweater warm enough. I didn't even pack mm. thinking about the weather. Yeah, I did hear some good, very positive feedback about PodFest this year. What'd you hear? That it was a lot of people. Yes. There was a lot of people, lots of things to do, lots of meeting really great folks. Lots Tons of, of great meetups. Yeah, lots of meetups. Yeah, so it, it really had a, a good vibe, at least from what I have heard. In terms of the, the happenings over at PodFest, so glad that that happened. Glad that it was, mm-hmm. um, it it went down that way. I just, I you know, for me, it's. In, I mean, I'm interested in me because it's like January, right out of the gate, going into a conference. It's not like I was told not to go, but I also didn't have it in me to go to really advocate for going because I had just taken off like essentially three weeks in December. And it just felt like I was already sort of behind in the everyday things that needed to get done. And now I have to go to a conference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have been good only in the sense that, you know, as usual, people asked for you because they want to hang out with you. Right. And like my first dinner out was Jonathan Oaks and Allie Melody and Kate Erickson. And I sat with the Brits and Margie, our sponsorship director. I'm forgetting people. I don't remember who else. Yeah, I, I was able to eat outside hotel food twice. The first time we went out for sushi and the second time we ordered in Indian food and, and pushed a bunch of tables together in the VIP lounge. And then we just all kind of sat and oh, shared 
Yeah, it was Smart. really nice. It's really nice because it's it's been a long time at conferences that I have felt that we had the space to do that. Like I don't right. And Margie was saying she was really glad that she came because she's only been to two podcast movements. She's yeah. never been to Podfest. And the vibe is so very, very different. It is just so like, I mean, yes, it's very friendly, but also there's never a question of who are you here with, which is really the question of do I need to know you, right? Yeah. And it's never that. At PodFest, it is always what are you working on? How can I help you? What are you looking for? Who do I know that can assist you with this? You know what I mean? It's it's yep. very, very different. And as a result, the same people that you see at the other conferences are different at this show. I tend to be more business at those shows. I tend to hide in my hotel room more at those shows because I'm scared to death that if I sit in the lobby long enough, I'm going to be engaged in at least three conversations that I want no part of. Yeah. Whereas at PodFest, I'm happy to just sit alone and see who wa A couple of times I just sat with Margie or I was sitting with other people and whoever walked by, we just pulled them in. Hey, I met you earlier. I'm Jess. What are you doing? Who are you? What are you doing? What do you look for? I can't do that at podcast movement. I mean, I guess I could. And I mean, it's happened. The last one happened once. It's happened rarely, but it does happen. I don't want to sound snooty either, but like, I just am not interested in, you know, the media buyer from the ad agency that really needs to meet with Sirius and Amazon. Like, I don't want to be part of that conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's not... There's a place for all of that stuff. But it, I mean, speaking in terms of conferences... I think that you really called out the different vibe. And I, I mean, to put our conference into the mix here, when you go to She Podcast Live, you get an opportunity to curate your experience. And one of the key things that really works a lot for the She Podcast Live conference is that I think above and beyond any other conferences that I've attended, it is more the people who attend conference. It's, it's more of the conference of Absolutely. the people, if you will. So mm -hmm. then when you attend the conference, of course, we have amazing speakers that are taking the stage and people attend that. But there's yeah. also a sense of like, I'll tell you what it is at a party. I don't not you're at a party, but like it feels like every time you come out, you're like chilling with your peeps. So Chris from PodFest is who helped me with my first show. So that vibe sort of like oozed into our first show because it came from Chris. But even from the beginning, it has had an extra element of sisterhood. Yes. That's what it is, because even the men there, when they're, you know, the same, again, the same men that are at PodFest that are kind and sweet and thoughtful and considerate, they are aware and, and participating in that feeling of sisterhood, like it or not. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't even know if they realize that they're doing it, but they have mentioned to me, like, this show really is special. Like, they can't put their, it's the sisterhood. Yeah. They're invited to the sisterhood, and the men that are there do not take that for granted at all. No. You know, there was, they're even more like, how can I serve you? Which is, you know, it's nice. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, that, but I think in terms like after you get off, after you finish uh, looking at when you've been attending uh, somebody on stage, a specific speaker, a specific workshop, the times in between, right? Even like the vendor spaces, the where you go sit down and you have like, there is a very down to earth and like you're saying, like more of a, 
it is a sisterhood. It's like that feeling that you be- belonging kind of a thing. And yeah. most of the, there isn't a one-upmanship. It literally is more like, hi, like everything yeah. is, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're here. Oh my gosh, let's get to, versus so-and-so is here. Yeah, so-and-so it's really, and, they just walk through the door. Like there's not that vibe of. Never, it's true. That feeling. And if you are that so-and-so, there's not that vibe. Like, you know, like the, some of our speakers that come there are pretty well known and they're not, they're almost never like, just get me to the stage and get me off. Never. They hang out, they go to the parties, they hang at the pool. Yeah. There's an element also where you put everybody together to attend She Podcast Live. They will never be bored. It's like one of those things where you don't really even have to have programming because mm. The resourcefulness of this group of people attending the conference will find fun things to do, even within the space. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be attending or going somewhere else, but there's an element of like, why don't we just order pizza and go to the yeah. room. I don't know. Something like, you, you know, know, it's funny. Like the, it's, I'm sad about the last conference only, for one reason only. It wasn't until the last night I was there that I realized that most of the people that I wanted to hang out with were all surrounding a pool in the middle. And it was like Melrose place. You could just open your door, hang out That's with your right. best friends, order so drinks great. to come to you at the pool. It was one night of like, of being almost in college. Yeah. And all your roommates were on the same floor. It was great. I completely I wish I had known that that. earlier in the week. I would have taken advantage of that a lot more, but it didn't occur to me because we were busy. But um We were busy. But you're right. I think there was that sense. Like I don't think I felt like I don't think I've ever had that feeling. It's since I think it's been so long. Me too. To just be in a place where everybody's there. Yeah. I think that that's what it is. It was that vibe of like, oh, look, so-and-so's over here. And people would just come. It was just, yeah. I'd like to try and recreate that. You know what I was thinking, actually, Elsie? So I was on this panel with these three, five amazing content, you know, community leaders. Mm Like, it just was not enough time to hear their thoughts. It was a long, it was a lunch and learn. It was almost an hour, but it was still not enough. I want to dig into all of their brains and eat them as an appetizer. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to know everything, how they started, what they failed at, what they love the most, what tools work the best, who they, you know, what, I just want to know everything. And I thought maybe we should start to have mini- meetings with these people like you know the people that you know who are think about the people that are like doing something really well even if it's not community like like a network like like marla from Asa, you know she's doing like she has like 51 million downloads in her network like wouldn't you like to get hair next to you know like katie kermitza you know just talk to them about their networks and how it's going and what they hate and what they love like i kind of want to have like a invite only a hundred people thing you can do that at She Podcast Live. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to really sit in a room with all hundred people in a circle and then just take turns for four days talking about ourselves. But like, that would be fun. While the rest of us take notes, but no, I mean, like, I want that panel to be a whole event. You could do it with at you least twenty, thirty other. Yeah, I would like to do. It. I don't know where tweets. I would do it. I don't know where I would do it. But here's some news: Dan Franks from Podcast Movement purchased a, an event space in. Plano, Texas, where he oh can help. Gosh. It's first of all, it's gorgeous. And there's pictures of like weddings there and brunches there and meetings there. And I was like, Shazam, that shit is gorgeous. I mean, it's 
again Very in Texas. Interesting. Yeah. You can't win them all. It's in Texas. I would still love to support that business and like have a gorgeous event there because why not? If it's our friend and you know it's a new business venture and we need a meeting space for something, I can't think of a better person to give money to. I don't know of another person I could give money to that has an event space like this either. So if you guys know, uh, are you? if any of you are listening and you have an event space or one of your friends or family members have an event space, you know, that's not in Texas since we've already got that place covered, um, let me know because I would love to start having these like one day or two day, I don't want to say mind hive. You know, there's never a good word for what I'm like, sister mind hive compilation gatherings. Ah, words are just words. You guys know what I'm saying. I think that would be really fun. And I would like to have them with one with all the editors and one with all the hosts and one with all the, you know, I just think it would be so great. I'm going to have you guys flying all over the country. You see those of you who fall in four, four categories, y'all are with me on a, on a country tour. I'm tired of seeing the world in Gaylords. Oh my God. No more Gaylords. I got another that we're doing the Denver Gaylord this summer, which I've already been to actually, because I was there for the national. What's a Gaylord? What is, why are you saying that? What is that? Podcast, but it's kind of like MGM. So MGM has hotels in Vegas, Washington, Tokyo, London, wherever the lion, you know, the hotel chain. Yeah. 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 Like Hilton. Yeah. Like Hilton. Well, um, podcast movement is always at a Gaylord. Always at a Gaylord. So there's a gate. There's a Washington, D.C. Gaylord that was going to be this summer thinking that mine was going to be in the fall and it would be far away. So because I moved mine to summer, they switched Gaylord. So this summer is Denver. Next summer is the Washington Gaylord. But we've already been with them to an um, to the Nashville Gaylord. We have been to where else? Anaheim, I think, was a Gaylord, wasn't it? Dude, I don't know. I just show up and do the thing and I'm done. And I had no, I've never, I don't After even. After Chicago, we started going Gaylord. And it's been a lot of Gaylords. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> nice. All right. I am, well, I'm tired of seeing, the, I mean, not that it's a bad thing. Gaylords are lovely, but like, you know, a little, little variety. I do like a little variety in my snacks. You know what I'm saying? Oh my um, God. Oh my God. All right. Okay. I think we've covered so many things. What we else? We covered a lot of things. And and like the last thing I'll say is like Podfest reiterated, I think for a lot of people, why events are so important. It rarely have I been to this ceremony, but Chris ends every Podfest with a gratitude ceremony. First, he stands up and he tells everyone who he's grat- grateful for and and everyone that, you know, he relied on to make the, the event work. Then he puts two microphones on each side of the stage and you line up. And you come up and you and people cry about like one person went up like one of the first people that went up was a girl that was like, I just want you to know that this is really the only place I feel like I can truly be myself in my life. So thank you for loving me for who I am. And thank you for and I love you the way you guys are, too. And I really oh just feel gosh. so supported and accepted. And I was like, oh, that's the saddest thing I ever heard. You know, but not I mean, the sa- it's, no, I know it, it's no, not it's sad. Lovely. It's just, of course, it's, it's like lovely. amazing, impactful and empowering for them to to be it's able to lovely. like check in with, you know, because it always I think that that's one thing that events when you really connect, when you go to an event like that, what it does is it bolsters you to keep going because we all yes. because we don't 
have that. And so with this person who shared those feelings, yeah. what happens is you have that feeling of belonging. You have that feeling I can let go and just seen. be. Yeah. And then afterwards you take that energy and it, and it lasts you. It's kind of like you put yes. it in, this, in your savings account, right? Yes. It's like a vacation as reaffirming as rest. Because, yeah. because when you feel this is one, podcasting is one of the very few areas of all of our lives where our loved ones can't really see us. They really can't. They don't know what's involved. They don't, they either don't listen or they do listen, but they're not, you know, they're not, they're not trudging through the snow and the sleet and the mud that like we are. These people all in one room, 1400 people who are like halfway through the journey, taking their boots off, putting them on, you know, but we're all sludging together. And it's like the very few place where you feel truly seen. So I guess that's another actually that's another good comparison to podcast movement. Because not everyone there is a creator, and, and I think it makes a difference. Yeah. So some people are just in the business of podcasting, and I think it it changes the vibe a little bit. But that's not the point. It's like yeah, yeah but it's a it's a totally different vibe. And you're right. It's like if you're going, but 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 mind you, there's an aspect of the feminine for shows like she podcast because totally. even if you are getting people who are business people in the business of podcasting, the way that they do business is not. In the same way. It has another layer of, of, there's a soft, more feminine approach, not to say less powerful, more and like more embodied in places like that. I just um, did a, uh, to kind of switch the subject just a tiny yeah. little bit, but it's on point here. I, um, you know how I, I started my YouTube account um, I where I, where I just do like stuff fun for myself. So I got a present from Canva in October. And, and ever since then, I've been wanting to do an unboxing of that, even though I opened up the box and I took everything out in October, I was like, I want to make a video. I'm going to make a video of my, me unboxing because I want to do it for me. Right. Yes, and I, I finally remember. had a chance to do an unboxing for Canva yesterday. And so as I was doing the unboxing, I forgot, but of course, what was in the box because it's been since October and I opened it up and I started taking everything out and it's so beautifully curated, well thought out the way that they sent this stuff out and they lead with these values. Mm -hmm. So you get this little postcard that says do good or strive for, but everything is so you as a person want to aspire to that. Right. Right. And I feel like Canva is a, is one of the only female led unicorn companies out there. And it shows in the details, you know, like it shows in the way that the leadership of this, even right. down to what they share, the little swag, I was like, it's high touch. Like they thought out all mm. of the things. So, yeah, I really try to. I, yeah, we really try. I do. I mean, I still attest to the fact that our conference is one of the ones that I've been to anywhere that that considers every goddamn detail. They're ever because every goddamn detail is important to me. Like when Tiffany and I announced the awards, like I had her changing the font like an hour prior so that it was the exact right font because I'm a pain in the dick. But I think you have to be a pain in the dick about small details because it makes people trust your brand. If everything is on brand, then they can that brand is trusted. But when brands like step to the side just a tiny bit and you use the wrong font or the wrong colors and it doesn't look right, like it's almost like wait, am I 
is this real or what's happening? So we try to do that with everything. I mean, the swag and the invitation, you know, everything, everything. I think that's so important. Yeah, I love our show. And it's going to be so, oh, I didn't even get to tell you guys, like, I mean, I told you about the awards, but I forgot to tell you, the ceremony is going to be at She Podcast Live on Wednesday night. We're going to be giving out the awards and Tiffany keeps telling everyone to wear sequins and fur oh my God. and boas and feathers. You know what? I, I don't, I'm not going to argue with it. I'm just going to say this. There's a lot of sequin jumpsuits on sale right now. And you might want to go look if that's true. All that wear. I, yeah, all that I kept thinking though, I was like, I was thinking like in terms of the ceremony, I was going from two things. I was like, what if this is ball gown and pajama audience? <laughs> like it's both. So like it you can either go no all pajama. out and like all out or like your favorite pajamas. Like you I can wouldn't do wear pajamas. We can do a pajama party the night before. I wouldn't do a pajama party for awards. I would do it the night before. I don't want you to wear pajamas to an award ceremony. That's weird. You can wear slippers. What if we call okay. it sequins and slippers? <gasps> that is a great name for a party. Sequins, okay. sequins and, slippers. and slippers. Are you okay. down with that? Yeah, I'm down with that. And slippers, totally but it can be any slippers like these. Like I have any. like. I have sequin slippers, actually. I don't have sequin slippers, nor will I ever wear they're, them. I think they're muckluck, uh, Elsie. I but still, you have, I yeah, sock slippers. Oh, my God. I'm saying it right now. Melissa, take note. <laughs> Sequins and slippers after party. Yes. Why not? Yes. Sequins and slippers. Whatever sequence you want, just wear it. Yes. Oh. All right. So. La, 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 la. What else is uh, happening with you guys? That is like, what's it, happening dude. with you, Elsie? Oh. That's it. I guess that's it. Okay, so it's like a little tiny bit of a shorter episode. Well, listen, get your tickets to She Podcast Live. It comes, it, it gives you entry and admission to the awards show. Make sure you nominate someone because you never know. There's 26 categories. They could be the only one nominated and they could just win because of your love and support. You never know. And it's time to break out the sequence in any kind. Any kind of sequence belongs. Yes. I'm just going to say this. If you think this is important, the award show, having our own conference, you got to come. You got to attend. You got to send people. You got to tell people about it because it's the only way to keep doing it is if you guys show up. And this is something that I saw at PodFest. They showed up for him. This is what I said, actually, at the gratitude ceremony. I just wanted people to see that, like, People are like, thank you, Chris, for creating this space. No, you need to be thanking Chris for these last two, three years because it has been like impossible. It has been harder than probably anything he's done in his life is to put on awards during and post pandemic. And same for me. To put on conferences, conferences. To put on you events, yeah. I never thought when I signed up to do She Podcasts that I was going to be doing it through and post pandemic or I probably would never have done it. And probably neither would he. Who would sign up for that? Right. But but you do it because you care, because you know the important things that happen during those events and in that space. And if you don't believe me, just come, because I guarantee you somehow you will be changed when you go home. I can't say how. Could just be you tried new sushi. I don't know. Washington, D.C. is like a magical. I grew up there. I can tell you right now. It is never not magical to be there. Whatever. Now I'm just going on a tangent. I'm sorry. All right. I love you. I love you guys all for listening. I'm sorry we didn't do it live this time, but we just had some stuff we needed to say without live external input. Sometimes it's sometimes it's distracting when you have something important you need to say. That's all. I just want to say thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for listening. Go to ShePodcast.com. Go to ShePodcastLive.com. Go to SonicBloomAwards.com. 
And then email us at info at shepodcast.com or feedback at and let us know what you think, your thoughts, your views, your loves, your hates. I want to hear it all. So does Elsie, even though she would deny it. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>